It's Wimbledon, discipline, but yet you find anyone equivalent. Ain't no podcast similar, now you won't find no synonyms. Be produced by Q Smith, sound like it's by Timberland. JBB in charge, EG set the bar. Cool be sipping water tree and Turk gon' lay the law. Jokes may go too far, but that's just who we are. Prolific, so gifted, words that have your soul lifted. So consistent, yet so different. Ain't nobody copy that lane. Carry that torch, heat up the game Ain't nobody got that flame Different, different Man, this intro different Man, this intro ignorant God. Man, what's good, ladies and gentlemen? <laughs> you know what day it is You know what time it is It's another rendition, another episode Another gratification I'm just making up words at this point Of the one and only D1 Ignite University podcast It is your host with the most, Jamal Brown Coming to you semi-live From multiple undisclosed locations there's a lot of things that are going on in the world. We're going to get to them later. The Olympics, there's a snake running loose. And, you know, I, I'm just upset with things. So I'm going to throw it over to my man, Coop. What's good? Man, what's happening, my man? Hey, it's your boy, B. Coop, J underscore affiliated. Uh, We're going to get to Goat James and the elderly squad later. But as of right now, this is breaking news. And I feel like Jamal is going to love this. Dallas literally Dallas Texas TV just tweeted a video there is a birds are not real rally in downtown Dallas right now uh, I re- I repeat <laughs> Jamal I sent it to you on Instagram there is a birds are not real rally in downtown Dallas how much time do y'all have I don't understand, like, birds genetically and scientifically derived, like, from dinosaurs. Like, bro, it is... Jamal, like, literally, they said birds are not real. Are they saying birds, or are they specifically saying pigeons? They saying birds, man. I think they're encompassing everybody, bro. I, I don't know. So what is a chicken? What is a chicken? It is technically a bird. It's got feathers. No shits, bird. Um, look, I. How much time do you people have in your life? Because this don't make no sense for this, somebody to hold a whole rally. Literally, literally, it's niggas saying birds are not real. Like there are so many other things going on in the world today. There is a birds are not real protest, bro. Of all of all the things that could be going on in life, if you choose to go to a birds are not real rally, I think natural selection is gonna do what it's gonna do. And and here's the thing: I don't I don't want to hear God. I need scientific proof of birds are not real. Like, they do know bird is a classification, right? Like, they're not mammals. They not reptiles. Like, bro, if you have feathers and lay an egg and have a beak, that makes you a bird. That, that's the literal definition of it. How do you disprove that? How? I don't, I don't know, but I would be interested to see their website. I would. It, but I, uh, hey, man, everybody go check it out. It's on a Dallas, Texas TV um, Instagram page. They got a lot of good stuff. 
they Dallas Global and Dallas Texas TV on Instagram and Twitter, they really be keeping you updated, bro. On uh, whether you like it or not, they go keep you updated. And I do um, have yeah. I do have this to say. If there are any flat earth people out there, you're more than welcome to come on the show because I just want to hear you talk. I really oh, just oh, want to hear Oh, yeah. And, and Jamal, the cover of this episode has to be the birds are not real protest. It, it, like it you, has to be. You have to screenshot that shit, bro. I would, actually I would actually love to bring somebody on the show from the birds are not real protest. Look, I need, there are people I need on this show. I need birds are not real. I need flat earth and I need a vegan because I want to talk to all of them. I want to talk can, to all of them. We, we, can find, we can find all three, man. And I thought I'd never hear, hear the word, like everything going on in America in 2021. We're going to take a Wednesday after Wednesday evening and be like, yo, birds. So who are you protesting for? Like, what do we do? What are your demands? What, what are like, you going to what, 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 what do you want? What do you want? Like, I, what is the end goal? To Okay, we. if you're collecting donations to spread awareness, what is the end goal? Like, are you going to... Are you going to go scrap everything with feathers on the planet? Like, how does that work? Man, hold on, bro. I got to look up their website, bro. Birds are not... Oh, oh, my God. It's a whole movement, bro. Wait a minute. Movement? Birds are not real movement um, is a conspiracy theory that birds are not real instead are being used by the government for surveillance. As part of an upcoming documentary, the the movement has been holding and filming rallies across the country. There is no specific evidence to support their theory. Many see this campaign as a form of Santa, as a form of satire. Starting in Springfield, Missouri. Oh, shit, man. What? You know what makes that worse is Springfield is the capital. No, it's not. It's Jefferson City. Never mind. This well, I, um, the, the birds are not real movement. Everybody go check it out. And um, if you if if you support them, then I, you, you know, I more power to you, I guess. Birds are surveillance. Okay. They have multiple Instagram pages. Yeah, I'm done. Bro, have you ever heard of an emu? Yeah, emu. Yeah. You know, the Australian government went to war with emus and lost okay first of all let's get this australia has some of the weirdest animals and insects known to man you know they say australia is literally not a real continent yes, like they say australia doesn't exist it's just it, it, it's a long story that's a whole other conspiracy uh, i've theory. seen some wild shit like they be having big ass spiders and scorpions and random animals that look like dinosaurs mixed with roaches like I'm like yo I mean an emu is basically a living dinosaur it is it is an emu and an ostrich bro think of it the Australian government went to war with emus because they were eating crops and lost let's just think about that this is a six foot bird that runs 35, 40 miles per hour and can take multiple bullets. That's a dinosaur. Like, that's a dinosaur to me, bro. They that's, just survived the big, the big, uh, what was it? The, uh, the meteor. The, the meteor. Yeah. 
the emus. The Second emus. largest living bird, bro. They, they about six feet tall. They not little. They not little. Bro, emu looks just like damn near a T-Rex type shit. Yes. Yes, yeah. it does. So y'all, y'all heard the interesting things to open up the show today that birds apparently are not real. They're used for government surveillance. Wow, Texas. Wow. That's that ain't got nothing to do with us. That ain't wow. got nothing to do with us. But to wow, get into good. something that does have something to do with us, NBA free agency has been that has been crazy over the last 48 hours. And we are here to talk about all of it. You, hey man, you, already, you already know where Coop is going, so might as well just let him have his moment. All right, all right. You know, number one, I want to give a shout-out to Woj. I want to get – shout-out to Woj for breaking the news that Sam Decker got signed before Sam Decker's wife knew. That is hilarious. <laughs> that is but uh, shout-out to Woj, man, working 24-7. Um, uh, hear ye, hear ye. Goat James has – Done it again with the additions of Russell Westbrook, Mello Anthony. Oh, and also Lala, when Mello holds up that trophy at Staples Center, I don't want to hear. <laughs> I don't want to see. I don't want to hear a congratulation post. I don't want to hear nothing. Also, appreciate Malink Monk, Kendrick Nunn, Kent Bazemore, Dwight Howard. Welcome back, Wayne Ellington. Welcome back, Trevor Reza. Welcome back. You know. Hey, man, it's going down, man. So, but in Westbrook, now now LeBron is the only man, I believe, that can guide Westbrook. And I yes. believe he's the only he's the only human being that, that Russell Westbrook will listen to. But, like, I would say this, Goat James and Five, everybody can kiss my ass. And also, everybody, let's quote everybody, Jamal, saying that the Lakers are too old. Because when LeBron wins this championship, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. Do you believe in five, Jamal? No, 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 no. Don't don't use Adidas slogans against me. Do you believe in five? Do not use Adidas slogans against me. That is vile. That is against the rules. Ain't no one, ain't, ain't no one asked for that. Ain't no one got time for that. We we oh, do man. not use we do not use Adidas slogans against me. That's not fair. Do you believe in five, my brother? What I will say about the Lakers is, damn, the the whole if you sign half the damn NBA at this point, shit. Everyone wanted to be a Laker for for whatever reason. They said, "Fuck it." We we I know I know a bunch of people gonna sign here. I can get my ring without doing nothing. Every sign was a good sign, except Russell Westbrook. There's nothing you can do to convince me that Russell Westbrook is a fit. He doesn't listen to anybody. He's going to be your primary ball handler because LeBron has even said, I want to be off the ball more, and he wants a little less offensive responsibility. Cool. Westbrook will take it from you, but we've seen it time and time again. I've seen it too many times to believe that he can change at this point. Westbrook is going to do something stupid. Jamal... It's cool, man. Everybody, hey, uh, number one, Westbrook has the same amount of MVPs and titles as James Hart. It's number one. He does. As number two, let's give this a chance. LeBron has done more with less. 
And plus, we all know LeBron. Nigga, by the All-Star game, all these niggas is gone. If it don't work out. Hey, you, you're right. I, I definitely predict Marcus All by All-Star break is going to be gone. I mean, he, he, he physically just can't move. And y'all are going to have to find another big because Dwight doesn't need to be playing 35 minutes a game. Exactly. And losing Drummond, I think, was a big loss for y'all. Not, well, in the sense of what we needed Drummond for. Because the problem with Drummond was he was giving you rebounds and points, but on the defensive end, he was getting caught in pick and roll. And that's where and that's where Devin Booker and Chris Paul were going to work. And the, and that's not now, and that is a bad thing, but when you have AD there, he kind of covers up for it because you have an extra rim protector. Y'all have lost y'all lost a good chunk of size, which is a big deal no matter what anyone says. And defensively, y'all are crippled. Just look out, look at these new additions. Um, THT can guard a little bit. Westbrook is a is a good defender. Marcus all not guarding nobody at this point in his career. Melo has never guarded anybody. Okay, Melo Melo never guarded anybody since he was 15 years old. The, the only person Melo guarded was LeBron. It, 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 that's it. So and we see and we see how that turned out. And, so, and, and, Kendrick, and almost 20 years later. Kendrick Nunn coming off the bench is going to be a good spark plug for y'all. He's going to be a good scorer. Um, Kendrick Nunn and Malik Monk, definitely good off the bench. Uh, uh, salute to Kent Bazemore for staying in the league, man. Damn. Really? I didn't know Kent Bazemore was still in the league. This nigga just he keeps – he does enough, man. Like, this nigga just keeps – hey, think about it, bro. You just keep taking, like, $8 million a year, like – Hey, the yeah, veteran, the vet minimum, it is just what has created this new era of basketball. Because so many guys will say, "Look, if we can get four or five of us to pay for the vet minimum, and then the longer you're in the league, the higher the vet minimum is." To the point of, "Hey, I'll take five five million dollars for one year." Because think about it, Dwight Howard made so much. He's made so much money. Dwight Howard had what two max contracts. Yes, and so like, a, a huge Adidas endorsement at one time. So he's made his bread. He has his money. Yeah, the NBA vet minimum is like, well, it's, it, it depends. The vet minimum yeah. starts at $1 million and it just goes up. And then it goes up to, I think it maxes out like five or six, something like that. Yeah. But $6 million, six mil for one for a one-year deal is a great deal, especially for guys who know they only got three, four years left. I'd take it. All in all, y'all had a pretty good signing. The age is a iffy thing, but we'll see it. Man, it's I'm just I'm just assuming that if it's an 82-game season, I'm gonna get, I would probably say. 50 games out of Anthony Davis? Is that Um, safe to say? I I think that's pretty safe to say. But the the whole point of all of this is going to come down to essentially the same thing it did last year. The Clippers are in complete disarray. That's helping y'all out a whole lot. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the Clippers. The Clippers are done. Kawhi more than likely isn't going to play this whole year, so that's helpful. And so everything is truly going to come down to is Anthony Davis going to be healthy when you need him? 
that that's basically it. Can he be and healthy? Hopefully, and hopefully, if he's not, Westbrook can give me 20. Yeah, but Westbrook can't keep you from being soft inside. AD already doesn't want to play to five. And we're not anticipating Mark Gasol being there for the whole year. So y'all got to come get somebody. Yeah, we got to get somebody who can start at the five. We got to sign some free agent. I don't know if we got a nigga. Well, hold on. I mean, shoot, Jordan Bell is still out there. You right. There, There's options. You just got to see what you can get. Moving on from the Lakers. Um, my Miami Heat have had a decent offseason. We've got good pieces, but for some reason, we won't get what we need. Kyle, Kyle Lowry is a, is a solid is a solid pickup. We had we had problems, especially in the playoffs last year, actually setting up an offense. And Kyle Lowry is a little better at that. Uh, I'm gonna have to give a quick shout out and a quick tearful goodbye to my man Goran Dragic. I miss you. Where is, he, where, is where is Dragic? Where is Dragic at? He was part of the sign and trade to get Lowry, so he's going to Toronto. Damn, boy, we needed his ass. Oh, we y'all were not gonna get Goran. Y'all have Westbrook and none. Y'all ain't getting Dragic. I'm talking about the Mavs. Hey man, oh. hey that Slovenia that Slovenia backcourt is unbeatable, bro. Hey, look, I would love for Dragic to come to Dallas because I'm getting his autograph and we finna hang out. I'm finna be Goran's best friend. You know he like black people because him and Jimmy best friends. Damn man, we missed that one. But yeah, it would, Lowry is a solid pickup, and at this in today's NBA, three years, ninety million for a guy like Kyle Lowry is not bad. That's that's a pretty decent deal. <laughs> we signed PJ Tucker, who's essentially going to take the place of Iguodala. It's not a bad pickup, but I think we could have done without it. I would say you get more on the defensive end. Because P.J. Tucker can guard bigger guys. However, you slow up on the offensive end because Iguodala can run the offense. Yeah, that's, an, that's another thing. Iguodala, you know, we, we never really had a true point guard. So we could definitely throw the ball to Iguodala and say, hey, run the offense, make something happen. And he could do it. And we have Olin Depot, who I have no idea when he's actually going to play. Honestly, I think we're just going to use him for a trade bait come deadline time to get a real big. He'll, he'll be useful to somebody. Like like a team that's like right on the verge. Like, hell yeah. Like Olin, Olin Depot is not a bad player. He's a great player at all. And healthy, I would love him on the court because then we match up with Brooklyn to the point of Jimmy can get on Harden, Iguodala can get on Kyrie, and bam, and Bam has KD. That, that's a pretty, that's probably the best defensive lineup you can hope to play against them. And just. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. And, you know, PJ Tucker can guard shit, whoever they got playing the five. You know what I'm saying? And, and really, PJ Tucker is there to guard KD, who I believe PJ Tucker is probably the best in the world at guarding him just because he's done it for, some, for so long. And still gets cooked for 50. And KD can get in anyone for 50, but it's not about the points, it's about how hard you make them. So yeah. the Heat, the Heat overall, decent offseason. Jimmy is locked in basically for the end of his career. We made sure Duncan Robinson doesn't go anywhere. And this year is do or die for Tyler Hero. 
we bro, we, that nigga got demoted all the way to the six man. He's always been a six man. He's never started. But man, give that nigga less minutes, bro. That man right there, bro. You talk about feeling yourself. Hey, look, this year is you got to get it together because we've already we've already determined. Last year it was a toss up at the beginning of the year. Who's more important, Duncan or Tyler? And Duncan showed up. So he's one of the best shooters in the NBA. He's more important. Tyler, you had a you had your sophomore slump. Now you got to bounce back. Now we need to see what we saw in the bubble. That, that's point blank period. Um, Kendrick Tyler, Nunn is gone. Kendrick Tyler here is one of those guys that once his contract is up, shit, test free agency, my nigga. Hey, right. look, Kend- Kendrick Nunn is gone, and he took a few of Tyler's shots away. But now that second unit is all his. That second unit is all Tyler Hero. So now we're gonna see where it goes. But there were other we interesting signing coming off that off the off of that second unit. Nobody. I'm out. But hey, will we gonna you gonna have to make it work? But there's been some other si- right. interesting signings in the league. DeMar DeRozan and Alex Caruso and Lonzo will be joining the Bulls. Man, the Bulls are interesting, man. Like, the Bulls really were like, I like it, though, man. I like how the Bulls is, the the Bulls literally said, look, there's some openings in the East. Hell, we might be able to get a top four seed. And Hey, look, I I, I like Lonzo. They they, they can, especially with, um, with Bujovic at the center? The, Bull, the Bulls look nice. Lonzo has come into his own as a defender and a true point guard. DeMar, DeMar still has an elite mid-range game, no matter what nobody tries to tell you. Oh, uh, yeah. Alec, and, and he's a good defender. Yep. Caruso is still a, a little microwave guy who can give you 12 to 15. Perfect and, off the bench. And we can't forget about Zach Levine still being there. So it is... The bull, do the Bulls have enough to be a contender in the East? Absolutely not. Do they have enough to send somebody home who they probably shouldn't? Absolutely. I, I can tell you, if the Heat come in cocky and don't take the Bulls seriously, the, the Bulls can send the Heat home. Oh, yeah, yeah. Your ass is grass. and they a lawnmower, G. Yep, we going to see that. I, I, uh, I, 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 it's just they, they're a solid squad. We're going to see where it goes. Your Mavericks, your Mavericks have done absolutely nothing. Bro, we ain't done jack shit, bro, man. I'm I'm done. They don't done, even know what's going on. They did they did what they were supposed to do because you need Boban, because Boban is the only true big that you have. And Boban's a good passer. Boban does his thing. You signed him Hardaway Jr. Did you overpay for him? Probably, but that's just the NBA market now. You had to do something. And now you're basically marching into this next season with the exact same team you had last season. We learned nothing. All we keep learning. I, I, I don't even know what to tell you. All we keep learning in Dallas what, is Jerry Jones and Mark Cuban are the same guy. Nobody really wants They're to come same. play for They're the same nigga. Now, here's the thing. Mark Cuban will give the coach a little more leeway. Yes. I will. But, uh, that has been proven. But I, the only difference between Mark Cuban and Jerry Jones is Mark Cuban is kind of a cool guy 
who you would go have a beer with and he would have some funny stories for you. Jerry Jones, you know, he just kind of old and uppity. You know, he wouldn't talk to everybody. Salute, salute to that nigga Jerry Jones, bro. But Mark Cuban, because remember, Mark Cuban changed the league because remember, when Dirk won MVP, that was, I think, the first time. That was when the We Believe Warriors knocked us out, the Mavs yep. out. And, and I remember um, Steven Jackson and Matt Barnes was talking about how Mark Cuban was the first owner to go to bat for a player to give him MVP, even though he got bounced the first round. Because that was the first time an MVP had a dude that won MVP, got, but got bounced. Yep. And it, it's not like anybody could have predicted those We Believe Warriors were going to beat the Mavs, who had the best record in the game that year. Nobody could have predicted that. We was hurt, man. But it was to the point where it was like, man, we respected that. I mean, you didn't have no choice. But nah, so salute to Mark Cuban for getting that done. But I'm I'm still interested in what he's trying to do. I guess we still got Chris Stapps, so well. We'll see. And I think one of the most interesting signings for this for this uh offseason. CP3 decided to go back to the Suns, and JaVel McGee is a signing for them. So the Suns are big. And then, honestly, Andre Drummond That's is a salute board. to the Suns, man, because they could have McGee. Yeah, honestly. Andre think, Drummond is uh, – I don't know how that's going to work. Hold up. Andre Drummond is going – Andre Drummond's with the Sixers. Yeah, I don't know how that's going to work, bro. Well, I think it works when Embiid goes to the bench. You start, but I, does Andre Drummond definitely know he's coming off the bench? I don't know. Look, the Sixers, if anyone has lost this offseason, it is the Philadelphia 76ers because they can't move Ben Simmons. They want too damn much for him. And they, they haven't changed anything about them. As long oh. as Ben Simmons is your star point guard, there's nothing you can do. Now, here's the thing. If I was the Golden State Warriors and 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 the Sixers would have said, yo, give me your two first-round picks this year, give me Wiggins, and give me uh, James Wiseman, that would have been a better trade because the Warriors would have made that trade happen. But they wanted four first-round picks? Four. As if this nigga just didn't shoot. I'm speechless, man. And y'all, over the last few weeks, y'all already know what I'm doing in my life. Everything that goes wrong in my life, I'm blaming on Ben Simmons until he hits 50% of his free throws. I'm going to do it. Look, we we all think we can do things that professional athletes can do. We all think, man, if I was in the game, I could at least give you 10. Most of us cannot. that's, That's apparent. But damn it, I can hit. I don't care what you say. I can hit 50% of my free throws in an NBA series. I'll hit 50%. That's not even asking a whole lot. No. If you give like, me... When you, when you literally, like, bro, for a whole playoff, like, when you literally refuse to take a shot in the fourth quarter and you shoot 28% from the free throw line, bro? No, I, I refuse. Because I don't care what point I am in my life. I don't care if I haven't touched the ball in years. You give me 10 free throws, I'm going to make five. I can give you five. I'm not saying I'm Steve Nash. I'm not saying Ben Simmons got to be Steve Nash. But when it comes to free throws, 
I hold Ben Simmons, LeBron, I hold everyone to the same standard. You need to give me 70%. I don't I do care. say in the, in, in the NBA, if you're not a five, if you're not a, if you're not a center, you can at least hit seventy percent of your free throws. And we he's talking true center. We talking Andre Drummond, not no stretch. Kelly Olynyk has no business only making fifty percent of his free throws, but can shoot thirty. Nigga, what's up with you? Yo, this nigga can shoot damn near forty percent from three. Exactly. I think I think he shot thirty eight percent from three last year. He can, he can hit free throws. So if you're a stretch five, I don't want to hear it. If you are in this league, you're in the NBA for a reason. You need to be able to give me 70% from the line. That's LeBron's biggest knock, is he's not a good free throw shooter. That's, that's the biggest knock on his game. We're not going to get into what is LeBron's game because – Coop will go on another time. I knew that was I, – I knew, I, I knew we were getting here. Hey, but you can't say I don't hold LeBron and everyone else to that same standard. You can't You he, can't say I different. don't. He's, you're equal with But Yeah, I hold that standard to everybody. If you're in the NBA, you got to give me 70%. Otherwise, on the way there. My sleeper pick in the West, who has one free agency, I think the Jazz did a good job. Resigning Mike Conley. Um, getting Rudy Gay, and even Hassan Whiteside. Look, we know my feelings about Whiteside being a Heat fan. They're not the best. He basically just quit on us after he got his money. Bam stole his shine. We shipped him off to Portland. But he's still seven foot one. He's still a decent shot blocker. And Whiteside is decently productive. So he's a good fit, especially in the West. When you got to deal with the Lakers, you're going to have to deal with Anthony Davis. That That's kind of what it's going to come down to. And then you get it to is, Denver. It is, man. Denver, he's athletic. He's more than athletic enough to give Jokic a challenge. Is he going to stop Jokic? Absolutely not. But once again, it's not about stopping them. It's about making it hard for them. Mm-mm-mm. Well, the thing about Jokic is... Dwight Dwight Howard will be perfect. Ugh. Where are Rudy Gobert, Jokic? Um, like once DeAndre Ayton figures it out, like bro, it's over. But you can uh, you can make you can, we can make some shake, man. All right, y'all. But on a more personal note, because it's just me and Coop tonight, I figured I'd tell y'all about some of the stories that we get into throughout our lives because that's just what happens when you're friends with Coop. You get into bad situations that you have no business in. And, and this is you. not, this is 100% not my fault. It is not. But if Ben Simmons can be blamed, so can you. So yes, can you. And, it, and it was your idea to go to that party that night. It was. It was. I will 100% own up to that one. The other Now, the other one may or may not have been my fault. But we're going to get into the story, to the party story first. So you see what had happened was Coop hit me up one Saturday night. It's like, bro, you're trying to go to this party in Lancaster. Now, for all the people who know what Lancaster is, that's not exactly an area you just go to go. And he was just like, bro, it's not that bad. It's in a good part. He'd show me pictures of the neighborhood. I'm like, okay. I cool, sure cool. did. I sure did on some goofy shit with showing pictures of the neighborhood. 
And in my mind, I'm like, all right, every hood got a nice part. So we roll up to the party. We chilling. It, it take about an hour to get going. Side note, black people, why does it take us so long to get the party started? Why? Why? What are we self-conscious about? Dance. Have fun. Ugh, it, it makes me mad. Anyway, we go outside to chill with a few other people who are there. And next thing we know, they're like, the cops are here, the cops are here. Everybody in the backyard, everybody in the backyard. At that point, me and Coop look at each other in unison. Damn. Bruh. So we're in the backyard. Mind you, this is one of these houses. It's somebody's grandmama house. In, a, in addition, it was supposed to be a TV hanging on the wall. Smartly, though. These niggas unscrewed the TV on the wall just to make sure niggas wouldn't break the TV. It is a house full of niggas. It is like a, over a hundred niggas in somebody's grandma's house. We in the backyard chilling. Next thing you know, I'm like, nah, niggas talking about cops. Jamal and I smartly find the back gate. And we literally, bro, when they tell you get skinny through the gap, got nigga, skinny. we got skinny and like slid through. So both of us was like, cool, we playing it off. So we just walking down the street to the car. Next thing you know, pop, you hear pop, 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 pop. Here's somebody, they trying to kill us. Look at those niggas was patting them feet, boy. And we just heard some getting scratching and clawing at the back door. And we was already out. Like, that's none of my business. It's none of the my business. The thing about Dallas, Texas is how, how do people really think these house parties gonna go? They never end well. Never. And you know what? Coop skipped over a very viable detail. When we got skinny through the gate, what he didn't tell y'all is both of us had on all black that night. For whatever reason, you know, it just worked. Color coordination. When I say we walked right by the cops that were outside, they did not notice us. They did not even notice us, bro. So when we walked out, we walked right past the cops. Bro, we were walking for 30, 45 seconds because me... I'm the smart one. When I drive to parties, I park far away so I can make a quick getaway in the car so I don't have to worry about being blocked off. By the time they started shooting, we was only 30 feet away from the car. So you're like, we good. And on our way out, we could see the police block off the street. And we just looking at each other. Wouldn't let that shit happen to me, though. Oh, yeah, it got bad, son. Like... And that that was it. And that is why when Coop asked you to go party at Lancaster, you should probably tell you, you should probably say no. But if you do go, we always got an escape plan. Bro, it oh. was it was bad, bro. Like I I don't even know what to call it, man. And then we went to Waffle House like the Southern Negroes that we are. But it was that was a wild summer, bro. Like from the uh from the CK clan <laughs> to that, bro. That was a wild ass summer, bro. And remember that went that winter. Uh, it was that party at Big T. Ah, wait, with the was the seventh grade. Yes, it was the sixth grade. It was the sixth grade. The sixth grade, bro. When, when they pulled that nigga's ankles from up under him, bro, 
Hey, and these two we, women got to welling on dudes. That's a story for another day. Save, save, save the people. We can do that later. Oh yeah, because it's because it's a bunch of people people know that was involved in that story. We don't have to name names, but if you know, you know. And for the last part of story time, this one's a little more innocent. Now, this one, I'm not going to lie. Did I abandon Coop? Absolutely. Was it for the greater good? I think so. I think so. Continue. So this all started, it was Halloween. This was back in the day. Um, I think Coop was in eighth grade. I might have been in seventh grade. So let me, before y'all start judging us, let me tell you this. You were never too old for free candy. Never. I don't care. I don't care what you say. You were never too old for free candy. So me and Coop, you know, we used to go trick-or-treating together because, you know, we would add our candy together as well as his sister would come with us and his god sister, Rashawn. Rashawn was not there this year, but Natalie came with us. So, you know, we going through every house. We shellacking and disturbing the peace, but we getting our candy. That's all that matters. So we pull up to this one house that's got a bunch of kids there. And we walking up and we see just a line. And we like, we about to get some good candy because there's not a line of people for no reason. So we both pull up to the door. And what happened at the door? This is all for Coop to tell. Yo, so it, the door's open now. Mind you, it's a regular size door. It's a big ass demon head, literally, that's bigger than the fucking door. Answers the door. I'm not gonna lie. The way it happened, and it was dark, and it, the shit was so scary. There's no way you could make this up. I was, I was like, yo, like this might be the scary because all of us was like, oh shit. Beep, 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 boy, this is gone. And Coop, Coop wanted to be a hero. I made the business decision. I was gone. I'm not going to lie to y'all. I dipped and I grabbed Natalie's arm and I took her with me. Because the way my mind was working is, look, I can't come back without Natalie. That, that's, that's the given. If I go back without Natalie, they're going to send me back and say, go find her. If I come back with Coop, but I bring Natalie, I can say we both did our best. Coop is sitting there yelling at the door in the demon head, put the candy in the bag. I'm halfway down the street. I'm not, I'm, I'm not sure hearing none of that. But the thing is, bro was really not hearing that shit neither, fam. I was like, no. bro, put the candy in the bag. And he was just not having it. And y'all know that Kevin Hart special? When he talked about, you know, when someone survived the jumping and you weren't expecting them to survive and then you see them again. That's that moment I had when Coop came and I was just like, hey, guess who's alive? Yeah, <laughs> that was exactly what happened. Alive. Natalie is a, is a mess. She She's an emotional wreck right now. She's crying and happy to see her big brother. I'm like, Natalie, you left him too. Don't. Uh, don't don't try to cry now. You made your decision. This is what we own, fellas. This is how this is how Coop gets treated, man. I just want everybody to know this, man. Look, I said it was for the greater good, didn't I? I'm just trying to save. I'm just trying to save a, someone who was younger than me. Trying to save a black woman. 
And look, now she's wow. Now, now Jamal is out here saving black women. Here we go. Oh, okay. But if I let Natalie die, what would happen? Hey, man. Should have saved the black woman. Exactly. And now that same black woman has a college degree, and we are proud of her, and we love her. So the point of it, if we're in bad situations, it is only my fault half the time. Or really 40%, because I believe Coop deserves an extra 10. In the words of the greats, niggas is wilder. You niggas talk- is wilder. Nah, we want to talk about wilding. We got to talk about what's going on in the world. For our next segment called, What the Fuck is Going On? Like we said at the beginning of the episode, some interesting things are happening in our grandest of prairies. Um, there's a venomous cobra out on the loose. Yep, because it, 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 I don't, I don't understand how the. This is not even his habitat. Somebody had it as a pet, and it got loose. Like this shit even happened, and I'm like, yo, a venomous snake got in the Grand Prairie, Texas, and and not no regular Texas venom venomous snake. Like, if you see a copperhead, that's just something you got to live with because it's Texas. You see a rattlesnake, everyone in this state has seen or heard a rattlesnake at one point in their life. That's nothing new. But this was a venomous cobra, and they don't live they don't live in Texas. I don't think they live on this part of the planet. The thing about that venomous cobra, it was just kind of like, somebody, whoever did that shit, this shit had to go on, be on purpose. Because number one, you don't, you don't, you don't just have a venomous cobra as your pet. Uh, some people do, so, for whatever reason. And not to mention, that cobra got its own Twitter page. Why? I don't know. How? Again, I don't know. But it, it's just the GP thing. If something if something happens, it gets a Twitter page. Hulk smash got a Twitter page. There was multiple Smasher passes back in the day. If you don't know what a Smasher pass is, that means you're too young to be listening to this podcast, and I would respectfully ask you to keep listening in. Boy, not not the Smasher pass days. Ah, Not the Smasher pass days, bro. Don't do this. (laughs) Those were better times. Those were better times. But yes, as of now, as of 9.50 p.m. on August 4th, the snake has not been caught. And I can't wait to see all the memes that come out of it. I got a dollar that says if it winds up in one of the pools at the Epic. I got a dollar. I'm co- I'm claiming it now. Look, man, that was that was a bad error, bro. Just a bad error. It's just things keep happening in the prairie in my absence, and I can't control them anymore. Next up on what the fuck in the world is going on. Diddy says he wants to start an R&B label. Now, why would anyone sign with Diddy in 2021? This man has a proven track record why you should not sign with P. Diddy. Like, there, there are so many examples. The only person who didn't get screwed over by P. Diddy was Biggie. And that's because he died. Yeah, that's me. Yeah. Everybody that's ran with that nigga has been done. Nothing good has come out of Bad Boy Records. Nothing. So why 
Why are we doing this? Didn't this nigga try this shit with making the band? I guess. I I guess he just signed them the bad boy. But now I'm not gonna lie. If they were to bring back making the band, I'd watch it. I would. They got to put something on MTV because the hold that Rob Deerdick and ridiculousness have on MTV is unreal. Nigga, that's all they show. And then at the end, they just show old black television shows. The oh, Wayne's God. Brothers, Martin. The, I, I don't Bro, know. Sir. Rob Deerdick had to catch the CEO of MTV like murdering somebody. They're there's, I have no other reasonable explanation of why that show gets played as much as it does. And it's not a bad show, but Devin, you play any show that much, and I'm like, I want to watch it. Any show. It's, uh, that's tough with it, with, with Viacom and shit, man. Well, what shit? Is Wild and Out still on? I still see clips of it, but I don't know if it comes on actual TV or not. I honestly couldn't tell you. Uh, yeah, I, I, and I, yeah, couldn't tell you. Couldn't tell you. Speaking of TV and things I can't, uh, we couldn't tell you. Jamal's going to go on a small rant real quick. As the whole world literally knows, the Olympics are going on right now. And for the longest, the Olympics have been an NBC exclusive. Like It only airs on your local NBC channel and its affiliates of whatever station it owns, like USA. Why in the halibut? Why do they want to monetize shit on their dumbass Peacock app? No, I'm not going to pay for no app that I don't use just to watch USA basketball. And NBC, y'all need your ass whooped for doing this. That's just great. There's no need for it. You already make all the money via sponsorships and advertisement because no other stations have the Olympics. But no. Y'all want to make more shit more, more complicated than the blind motherfucking putting on makeup. I hate streaming services. Oh, God. For, for, for this very reason, I told y'all years ago, and this is exactly what happened, but no one ever wanted to believe me. I told y'all. At a certain point, every station, every network, every studio was going to get its own streaming service because they want 100% of their money. And look what's happened. Every other station and every other network has their own streaming service. And if you want to watch all your shows that you like and love and like to binge every week, guess what? You're paying for six to seven streaming services. The whole point of streaming was to be cheaper than cable, but if you have six to seven to eight of them, guess what? It's the same price. It's the same price. Mm-mm-mm. And then all y'all want to do is binge watch stuff and then get mad and say Netflix needs new, needs new shows. Hulu needs me. Did it? No. You watch a year's worth of content in four days. They don't need to make new shows. You need to slow the fuck down. Yeah, I'm off my soapbox. I'm gonna let Coop laugh. Laugh. I mean, it, it's it's funny because it's he's justified, bro. Like it pretty soon is gonna get to the point where, bro, it is probably a whole lot better just to get regular cable. It, it, it's crazy how the cycles come back around, and then Netflix keeps raising its prices every year, every six months. The yeah, we're price. gonna raise it a dollar, nigga. We not stupid. And I'm telling you, the second the instant Netflix hits $20, I'm out. 
I'm out. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. There's there's no there's no reason Netflix should ever unless Netflix is going to start delivering video games, which they said they would, but I, I don't know if it's actually going to work. Unless they start sending me video games, I, I'm it's not worth twenty. They would actually have to. They would actually have to just stream video games online. But you can already do that through PlayStation Network or Xbox Live, whatever system you got. So that would defeat the purpose. True, but I, I don't know, man. Video games is a hard one because cloud gaming is already like okay, it's here. Yeah, cl- cloud gaming has almost erase the point of having an actual disc. That that's why GameStop is having so much issue because no one need you don't need to go to GameStop anymore outside of maybe if you're getting lucky in getting a PS5, which for some reason they're still on short order, which still makes no sense. Really oh. is is it really you go for your gaming hardware, you know what I mean? Or to pick up a console. But, but other than that but that's if you don't do all that online because you can easily go to Walmart or even GameStop or Amazon.com and order all your gaming hardware. Hey, man, to be honest, I have no clue how to save GameStop. Yeah, hey, I, don't ask me. I'm not that good in business. I'm not that I guy. I'm, I'm not that guy. Not that guy. But, y'all, I can tell you it's been an interesting episode because we're just interesting people, but it has to come to an end, sadly. Coop, how you feel about it? I'm good, man. It's a lot of interesting things going on. Um, everybody, look up the birds aren't real protests. We need more feedback. Screaming, streaming services are really out here. Bullshitting people. NBA free agency is crazy. Hard Knocks is finna come on with the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, let's see what they say about Dax. Uh, uh, sick shoulder. I can't wait for it. So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to another episode of the one and only D1 Indian University podcast. We look forward to coming to you semi live from multiple undisclosed locations whenever the hell we feel like it at this point. So, like I love to say at the end of every episode, keep learning, keep living, keep loving. Cowboys, get this shit together. And we out. <laughs>